0: Hi, it's your coach, Joe Lucas. Welcome to Tuesday. Welcome to October 3rd. Hey, you know, I was talking to a, a new coaching client just the other day, and they've been in business for a while, and they uh, made the comment or uh, several comments uh, that, I, I just don't know where to go get business. Like, I don't know where to go find opportunity. And, you know, I think a lot of times, depending on where you are in your career, so if you're starting out, you know, the reality is you got to go create things and, and you know, network and, and go out there and look to help people. But if you've been established for a while, couple things you know we have to remember that when we look at things from our perspective we may not see the full picture so let me explain so i was talking to this client i said well look you know how long you've been in business he said 20 21 22 years so great um you know how many clients do you have and and you know he's sort of a lifestyle kind of practice kind of person has a bit of an insurance background and uh you know i think he said like 30 uh yeah, maybe 50 60 something like that so I'm fine and then I said, well, how many people have transacted business with you, you know, bought, a, bought an insurance product, a term product, you know, over your career? And he and goes, you know, several hundred, right? But yet this person is stressing over finding opportunity. Here's why. We tend to have a concept in our mind that, well, there's no, you know, I, I did business with somebody, you know, I'm running their money, I've done their financial plan, and, you know, that's all they need. And, you know, if, if you've done that in the last, like, 30 to 90 days, you're probably right because you were just there, right? You kind of re- re-looked at everything. But the reality is, for most of you, you've got clients, you know, clients, customers that you haven't talked to in six months, a year, several years, right? And and yet we are sitting there stressing over where to go find opportunity. So here here are my recommendations, first and foremost. It is very, very rare, when I say very rare, probably 5-10%, that any advisor has done everything possible for all their clients. So let me repeat that, that you've done everything possible for your clients. So in other words, you know, maybe you're 50% uh, optimized, 25% op- optimized, maybe even 75% optimized. Reality is still more business There's still more opportunity, and we have to remember this, your clients financial situation is not static it is always evolving right they're either getting richer they're getting poorer uh, they retire they inherit money sell a property so on and so forth and our and our concept is well you know when they do that they're going to magically call us right or they're going to reach out they're going to let us know hey this thing's happened unfortunately you don't have that depth of relationship with all your clients and so i find uh, what most advisors do is they operate in this kind of false sense of, um, you know, uh, you know, this false sense of understanding truly what they have with their clients. So the first thing you want to do is if you're looking for opportunity, let's go back to where we were. Let's go back to our clients and let's go initiate a thorough review review campaign. Now, that review can be done over the phone. That's fine. But, you know, if it's been literally it, in my models, we, we don't go more than 90 days. Without, without speaking to somebody or reaching out to somebody. So, you know, if we got 300 clients. They better be getting spun with a phone call or a personal email at least every 90 days. Two reasons. Number one, let them know we're here to help. Number two, seeking opportunity, right? Very, very simple. The second thing you want to do is you want to, like I said, you want to go through that referral pro, You want to go through that review process. But then also what you want to do is you want to go back through your notes. And this is why, again, taking notes is really important. I'm sure in some of the reviews that you've done in the past year or two, you've noticed there were things hanging out there, maybe an an estate plan, maybe a long-term care situation that, you know, you just never, you know, you mentioned it, (laughs) yeah, let me think about it, and then it kind of disappears, right? We all get busy. You need to make sure you keep those things, you know, front and center. So that's the first area. So you want to go back, and whether, again, these are clients that you have that are kind of what I call engaged with you, or maybe it's a customer for five or 10 years ago, you know, maybe when you're starting out, you, you sold them something and they never really developed anything because your brain says, well, they got nothing else and that's it, hey, five or 10 years is a long time, right? So you want to be aware of that. Now, why won't advisors go do that? Because they're afraid to, why? Because they're afraid that they'll be called out on, hey, I haven't heard from you in three years, or a year, or six months, or two years, right? And then we kind of think, oh, we're going to get all this rejection and failure. And the reality is you will, about 10 to 20% of the time, right? But the other 90 80 to 90% of the time, you'll have a good conversation. And in a third of those things, based on our, but what we see, about a third of the time, you'll see that there's something you can do and the person's open to your help a lot of you have hundreds and hundreds of households and yet you're sitting We you wake up in the morning and go man what am i going to do for opportunity it's the forest through the trees it's right there you just stop being trying to be so smart like you know everything about all your people and go work the programs that's area number one area number two we all have this people that you were referred to or they came to a workshop or networking or center of influence or Coca, whatever it was right Bottom line is, they did not become a client. There was not a meeting of the minds, right? they are still prospects. So I know what most of us will do. Um, We'll sit there and we get rejected. We go, you know, forget them. They they were never going to do anything anyway, and we kind of dismissed them. The reality was, in most cases, the timing just wasn't right or the offer wasn't right or they just weren't feeling good about making a decision, right? And then we kind of, you know, the, the question I'm asked often is, hey, how long do you follow up on a prospect? And my, my answer has always been, until they tell you not to. Unless they tell you to go kind of jump, right? You always keep them in the loop. You always keep them on a drip campaign. Maybe every 90, days you check in with them. You invite them to your client event as, as your guest. You always look to re-engage them until they tell you to stop. And a lot of you have, you know, because we, our egos, again, egos in our business are very expensive. They will cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in personal income. So we want to be careful about that, right? What you want to do with all your prospects is re-engage them, reach out to them, check in, invite them, just see how they're doing, right? Just being inquisitive, right? Not rocket science here. By doing these two things, focusing on reviewing all of our clients, all of our customers, everything, and then having our prospect list. I know some of you look at that. Some people over my career called it the, the failure draw, right? With the file sitting there and it's a failure draw, right? All the things we didn't get. There's so much opportunity there. Go in there and pull them out. Put your ego aside. Make the calls. Go help people. See you tomorrow.